The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I couldn't let go of it. There was, she wasn't getting out of that one. Misha Tate, ladies and gentlemen. Here's wow. Lamakashev submits wow. Drew Dober. Wow. I just choose easy way. Take him down, make him tight, and, and make him tap, and that's it. It's Lamakashev. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. I should have made for it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Hey, Matt. Good show today. We have uh, Misha Tate. Um, and uh, Islam Makachev. I almost said versus Islam Makachev, but no, they're not fighting. They're both promoting uh, uh, the fights uh, this Saturday, uh, which would be... Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Speaking of promoting, I'm sorry. Who is, is Longo, is he blowing the person that's doing the pitches for the UFC uh, website for, for the promotion? He looks good. He does. Looks very good. UFC uh, unfiltered um, promo. For him and your friend Jim Florentine. Yeah. Look at Longo. I know. Well, hold on. I know. That. I saw it. They both look very sexy, oh like two dreamy God. model photos. I mean, we don't. Is it? Is it the angle with me and you? I don't think we look like that. With the no, women. we don't. And neither do they. They both have hair. All right, let's start again. No, we don't need to. I think it's great. <laughs> I don't think that they look particularly great. They just look better than us. Uh, which my fat neck is not hard to look better than me. I mean, I'm not exactly a high bar. Why the fuck are you lumping me in there with you? Well, I mean, because you're, you're, let's be honest, you're you're a better looking of the two of us, but that's not a giant accomplishment. So I'm not that good looking now. You are, but I mean, I'd just sit a handsome guy in here with you and see how it goes. Hey. Yes. Hey, listen, I I got that, that rugged little... Hu- Husky little. Yeah. I have a look to me. Yeah. First of all, charm and personality could make a uh, which which is probably already an eight. All right, you can't say an eight because of the height. Yeah. You can't say the girls. Yeah. A lot of girls like height. So listen to me. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people like height. I'll say. I don't know, Jimmy. All I know is I might not be an eight. No. But with my personality, sure. Off the charts. You're a funny that- six. <laughs> Jimmy, let's get right to today's show. Yes, uh, we have uh, uh, Islam is fighting uh, Tiago Moises on. Uh, that's the main event, obviously. It's uh, Makachev versus Voices, and yeah. uh, uh, Marion Renault and Misha Tate are the co-main. We have Misha back uh, today, so this is really, really interesting. Um, I'm happy she's fighting again. I'm happy she's. Uh, we we, we did talked about it. Will she come back? Won't she? Five years. Uh, off. So you wonder what that does to a person. Does that do anything to a person? And it'll be interesting to see how some time off uh, Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler, that's a five round uh, rematch at UFC 266. I mean, how amazing is that? I mean, that's an interesting fight to yeah. make, you know, but I think uh, a lot, I, you know, a lot of people always wanted to see that rematch. Yeah. You know, what do you think of it? 
I think it's great. I mean, they kept saying Nick was going to fight. Nick's going to fight. And Dana, the last time, said it. He goes, no, no, he's going to fight in 2021. And Robbie Lawler is a, a, a perfect uh, a perfect matchup. I mean, obviously, they have a history. And um, they're both veterans. It's not like there's a 38-year-old guy or a 40-year-old guy fighting a 22-year-old guy. It's, it's, it's a great matchup. It's great. It is a great matchup. It's exactly what you want to see. And it's two guys I like that I want to get a payday anyway. Yes. You know what I mean? I yeah. like, listen, and how old is, uh, he's 36 now? Uh, I would have to look that up. Uh, I don't I'm know. talking about uh, Nick. Oh, he's, he's 37. Isn't it funny how this, this is, this, their first fight was 17 years ago. And then other rematches like Poirier Connor happened in six months. It's just weird how paths cross and no, there's no reason for it. I'm sure they could have fought sooner. I'm, I'm happy they made the fight. Islam Makachev is, I mean, he could be the next big thing. You know what I mean? He's already kicking ass. Yeah. But people is. know him. Lost one fight. Those who really know him, like Habib, who's known him since they were training together, since they were children. Yeah. Uh, and guys like DC, you know, Daniel Cormier. Uh, he's also, he cannot speak, you know, highly enough of this, of this uh, Islam, you know? I mean, I, I love watching the fight. I love why I, I, I think he's super well-rounded. I mean, if you look what he did to a talented guy like Drew Dober, I mean, yeah. he, he kind of, I mean, he really, I know it's in the, it was in the third round, but it was a one-sided fight. He manhandled him that whole fight. And no, I never thought I'd see Drew Dober lose that way. Like I knew I'd see him lose, but I never thought I would see him dominated. It was like when you saw Ferguson dominated by Charles Oliveira, it's a shock to see a guy who's that good be so completely uh, dominated by another guy on the ground. Should we start to look at the, at the, at the fights here? Or you want to wait for that? We can, we can do that now. I mean, when did we have Misha coming on soon? Whatever right? you want, buddy. I'm, I'm with you. Jimmy. You do whatever oh, you like. I'm stealing. The, I'm steering. The- Absolutely. You're stealing the ship, stealing, stealing, whatever you want to do, do whatever you want with the ship. I guess I get tongue tied sometimes, Jimmy. That's okay. I am. Ste- I'm steering the ship. Yep. Okay. By the way, aren't you happy that uh, we love Billy Quarant- uh, Quarantillo and he's yeah. fighting uh, Gabriel Benitez. It's the opening fight of the main oh. card. And uh, we, we like Billy a lot. He's a tough dude. He's always a fun guy to watch. Fight. He lost to, uh, uh, to Tucker the last time out, but he's still a really, really fun guy to watch. He really is. But I'm, I guess you just took over the fucking reins of the ship. No, I, I you, just. No, 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 no. I no. Would, I once got once I got it out. I go, okay, I'm I'm steering. I'm steering. You go, oh, that's great, Billy Q. That's well, exactly I figured, Jimmy. If we rewound that, it would go. All right, Matt, there you go. You got it. Go ahead, Skipper. You got the all. Oh, uh, Billy Q. What were the next sentence? The next word. But sometimes a good first mate will will tell the skipper. Uh, look, there's something in the water. That's all it was, I was doing. It was just not, it was not telling you which way to, it was just something that I know a guy <laughs> you like. <laughs> ah, fuck. Oh, Jimmy. God, you steer it. I, I don't want to steer the ship. No, me neither. I hate steering. <laughs> you know, all I know is we got fights this weekend. I'm having a little party for my, uh, Oh, good. What time are we starting the party? Oh, oh shit. Hey. You're welcome to come. What are you doing this Saturday? You're, you're back on the road, though, you told me. No, I'm back in August. I got shows, though, hey. Saturday. Yes. Oh, you're doing shows. Okay. Well, I was going to ask you. It's a little thing, a little thing in my yard, you know? It's like, you ever see Rodney King when he gave his daughter, but he had the, uh, the wedding thing in his... I'm like, it's nothing like that. And easy no. money. Yeah, it was easy money. You said Rodney King. Easy money. You said Rodney, Rodney King. King. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Rodney King. Yeah, I tell you, can't we all get along? Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> There's not a lot of Rodneys out there. Yeah, I know. That's why. That's how, that's how it's inexcusable. Everybody, I'm, hey, I'm sorry. Rodney King and I Rodney Dangerfield. I no. love, the point is, I love everybody. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> Rodney hey, King. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, oh boy, did you make a... Hold on. Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, there you Easy go. Easy Money. <laughs> okay. That movie. You ever seen that movie? Many of... I love that movie with Joe Pesci and Tom Noonan. Yes, Taylor Negron. The party Jordan. on the... In the uh, what is that? Was, was it in the yard or was it on the roof? Didn't they have the party? They had a... I, it was a wedding. A, a wedding. I think it was on the roof. Oh, it was great. 
Yeah. Well, it's going to be nothing like that. But anyway. Jennifer Jason Lee is in that movie. Oh, it's such a good movie, dude. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> yeah, Pesci was really funny in that. That's oh, a very Pesci. underrated movie. Hey, you know who you're talking to? You? I put the I put the I did the plumbing in his place. He's like, Yeah, no wonder it stinks. He's jumping over the bar. And that was before Goodfellas, way before that. Oh my god, yeah. That was after Raging Bull. <laughs> oh shit, Jimmy. Uh, my guess anyway. is this, Matt. I think that was 1982. Um I love that movie. I do too. <laughs> Easy money, yeah. Um, oh. Taylor Negron was the the guy who who was he was a comedian. Was he? he? You'll know if you see him. He had a bunch of parts in films like that, like comedies of the eighties. He was he, he worked a lot. And uh, Jennifer Jason Lee was Rodney's daughter, and he like wanted to marry her. Oh, so so good. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a rated R. It's a it's a. He's trying to stick to a diet, and he gets. It's almost like he has to lose weight to get the like the, the will. For the lady, it was like Bruce's millions a little bit, like yeah, not really, but I, there was something to it where he had the like he had he was a total like degenerate with gambling and yeah, and then like you know going out with the guys and whatever it was, and he had to change his stuff around, change his life around by thirty days. How many? I don't know. Oh, and, that's you know, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, was that before or after Cattle's Caddyshack? Caddy, that was eighty three. Easy Money was eighty three. Caddyshack was. He seems like he was younger in Easy Money. No, I think Caddyshack was first because Caddyshack made him a huge star. I'm going to say 1982. Let me guess. Uh, Caddyshack. All right. Maybe Misha knows about this. We got Misha. We got Misha. Is yeah. she in? Uh, 1980. Wow. Caddyshack. Yeah. He was famous before that, but that made him like a household name. Caddyshack. Which one was first? Easy Money. Caddyshack was three years earlier. Oh, Wow. Yeah, I think Easy Money is the superior movie. You know, Caddyshack was fun. Caddyshack's yeah. classic. Take away a star for the Gopher. I hated the Gopher. Oh, yeah. right. I hated that. Ain't no, nobody worried about me. me. Yeah, I hated it. I fucking hated that Gopher. I hated that fucking Gopher. Me too. All right, let's get going. Let's bring in the great Misha Tate. Today's episode is brought to you by Devour, the official frozen meal of the UFC. They put big flavor first with premium meats, creamy sauces, and gooey cheeses. How good does this sound, Matt? Check out their buffalo chicken mac and cheese the next time you're in the freezer aisle. It's smothered in a spicy buffalo cheddar cheese sauce that'll knock your socks off. Or how about their loaded potatoes with Angus beef and bacon? God, that sounds good. It's You guessed it, loaded with crispy bacon and delicious hunks of Angus beef. This sounds so good. Whatever you choose, Devour Meals is the new favorite frozen meal. I love Devour, Jimmy, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get nuts with the meals, Jimmy. Devour Meals, the official frozen meal of the UFC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Misha. How are you? Good. How's it going? Very well. Um, I guess uh, you got a few days left. How are you feeling? Yeah, just just a few more. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy to say it's fight week again. Like, I just feel like I'm I didn't skip a beat, though. It, it feels normal. I feel like I'm at home. I'm enjoying the process. So nothing too out of the norm here is as odd as that sounds as long as it's been. Uh, Misha. First of all, great to see you. It's been a while. So nice to see you. Thanks. <laughs> How long has it been since you fought? How many years? 
It's been a little over four, about four and a half years. Wow. I know it's crazy, but I feel like it's like that old friend that you, uh, that you haven't spoken to in years and you just pick up right where you left off. It's like, that's really how I feel. So it's, it's, it, it feels very normal. What about the training, the sparring when you first got back to that? Cause I'm sure you kept in shape. Were you, were you sparring this whole time you were off and stuff like that? There's certain things you do only for a fight. You put you can yeah. be in shape, normal shape, but there's normal shape. But it's some abs, and you're jumping on the treadmill. And then there's the fight camps and whatnot. How was it getting back to that fight camp and the sparring and etc.? Absolutely. So when I first started getting back into sparring, so I mean, I started obviously. I had my son, and then that was so like. It was actually about a year ago now that I was making the decision that I was going to come back to fight. Um, so in hindsight, where I was a year ago, I was just barely postpartum. I decided I wanted to fight again, but I knew I had a lot of work to even try to get, you know, to that kind of shape, to what you're talking about. I was in, you know, postpartum shape. I worked out through my pregnancy, but then I, it started with like one step at a time on the treadmill. Then I started when I could um, getting into rolling, right? Uh, I felt like jujitsu was the, what I could do. And then I got into, right, the, the kickboxing, boxing, and sparring. And um, when I first came back in, you know, sure, like I was slow. I was sluggish. I was kind of like the timing and all those things were off. But I just kept working really hard at it. And it was just like riding a bike. Like it just comes back to you. You know, the, it didn't take me very long before I felt like, I was able to hang with the best in the room again, you know? So I, I did all of that. I planned this out to where I would have plenty of time to prepare properly and, and be now in better shape than I feel like I was when I left the sport. You're young. I mean, what are you 34? I think you, like, so you, you know that you left for the right reasons and you're coming back. at still a, a very young age. It's like, uh, you're not coming back at 39, just looking to fight one more. So it's got to make you feel good that, you know, you still have, a lot of years left if you choose to stay, um, you know, this is not going to be a one and done. Yeah. Oh no, this is not a one and done. This definitely like get it out of anybody's head. Like not a cash grab. This is not a one and done deal. Like I'm here to fight. I want to be a champion again. Um, you know, I, in my mind, I'm kind of dedicating two years, but you know, that's, there's the short term, long term, midterm goals. And um, right now that's just what I see. My foreseeable future is like to become a champion within that two-year span but it could be it could be more um i guess potentially could be less but you know right now i have my my eyes and heart set on giving my all for the next two years and, and you have uh two, two kids right two yeah two kids so like when you obviously when you're pregnant and you're having a baby there's, there's a, a, it's something you're doing it's something you're working towards and something you have to concentrate and focus on and then you have your two children is it like okay now i don't have anything to focus on so now i can look at fighting again was it one of those things where like this is what i'm doing now this is the thing i'm doing um because because it's it's impossible to do obviously when you're having kids you know what i I felt like I needed to do this for myself. That's really what it came down to is like, it, it was something that was speaking to me that I felt like I had to do. It was all really the pandemic's fault. Like, so that's why I'm fighting again, I think is the pandemic removed the sport completely from my life. Right. And then you realize, Oh, I really, I really love this. I really miss it. But not only that, but I just all of a sudden had this desire to want to compete again. And, um, having my kids has just added a wonderful lightheartedness to my training, to my camps. And, um, you know, there's a lot of my focus required as a mother, but it's so much more fulfilling to have the focus on myself and have the polarity of going to the gym and being a fighter and punching people and, and, you know, getting that kind of aggression out and then coming home and loving on my children and putting my babies to sleep. You know what I mean? I'm, and I think I told you guys before, like I'm still nursing my son, you know, he's just barely turned one years old. And so I just, I feel like I have this incredible bond with my children as a mother and it's just rounded my camp out in the most beautiful way. I thought maybe it was like one too many episodes of uh, Rugrats and you're like, yeah, put me back in the cage. <laughs> no. I, I tell it. you what, losing weight this camp has been no problem. My butt does not hit a seat all day long. I'm chasing a three-year-old or a one-year-old or I'm at the gym. So this has been yeah. the easiest weight drop I've ever had. 
<laughs> is nursing, I know nothing about it. Is, is it, is it physically draining at all or no? Is it not like, does it make you is something that makes a person tired or no? No, you know, the, the nursing is, uh, it's wonderful. I mean, it, it, it burns more calories. So I get to eat more food. I look at it that way. It's giving my son extra work and, and, uh, extra nutrition, excuse me. And, um, it's easy. You know, I, I'm only feeding my son. I do two times a day and that run in the morning, once in the morning and once at night. And, um, I love, I love that bond. It's just, it's, you know, I'm not ready to like, to let go of that. Sure. He's been incredibly accommodating with the, the whole process because they still have to have access to my son at right now. So, um, no, it's, it's just an, it's, it's really cool to be able to do it, to do it all. Yeah. I, it might be a dumb question. I just have no kids and I don't know how that affects a, a mother who's, if there's any effect, I have no idea. I know nothing about children, obviously. <laughs> Are you bringing your, your children with you for the fight? No, um, I won't be bringing them because it's closed. It's a closed venue. So there won't be any audience or anything like that. And I won't be able to bring my kids, but I will see my son uh, the day of the fight. I'll nurse him before I go on the fight just to try to ensure I'm, I'm as empty as possible going into the fight. <laughs> now, speaking of that, with, 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 with cutting weight, would uh, uh, I'm thinking like every, you know, I, I've cut weight and like every little bit counts. So because you're nursing, do you like have to bring a pump with you or something? I know because my wife was always pumping and stuff. She had a thing attached to her. I have a few kids. Do you have to do that? Do you have to like. Do I have to do what was that? You broke up a little bit. Oh, no. Do you have to bring a pump with you to like make sure like. Oh, if you're... No. So I, I pumped up. I pumped a lot the first uh, six months. I actually donated over 300 ounces of breast milk to um, to to kids in need, uh, people, you know, mothers who can't breastfeed or for what med medicine or whatnot. So like preemies and um, babies who really life could depend on having a mother's milk. It's just um, amazing what milk can can do for for uh, it's a living organism, right? So it can go into a baby and and, and have healing properties. So I donated all that milk, but then, um, the milk supply is low enough now where it just, it, the pump doesn't work for me anymore at this point. So it's just really just my son. Like he's the only one that can, can, uh, get the milk out. So I don't know why, but, uh, the, the pump just kind of stopped working. So Tony, those kids have no idea who they're probably getting like the, the quality of, of, of athlete who is helping them. That's, that's so awesome. Like if you're a kid and you're like, you know, you're small and you're going to be breastfed. I, I mean, who, who better than someone like Misha Tate or someone in the shape and in the health you're in. It's all anonymous. I think. Yeah. Oh, but um, you know, I, I just thought, you know what, I have an amazing milk supply and I have a gift to give. And if I can do it, then uh, I want to be able to get back to, you know, some little babies that, really, really, really need it. So I'm a huge advocate for breastfeeding. If you can, and if you want to, I think it's just an amazing thing. So um, I was happy to kind of be able sure. to share that with whoever, whatever little baby's got it. I'm just happy. Does the, um, the lack of audience too, cause it's been a few years. Is that, do you like that? Or do you like, does it take a little pressure off? Like, okay. I mean, I know obviously you're fighting like, Hey, there's not going to be the audience or does it lose something for you because there won't be those people to cheer for you? Well, you know, yeah, I mean, it's been a lot, it's been a while since I've been in there, but I feel like for me, I really believe, call me crazy. I don't think this is too crazy of an assumption though. It's like, I'm a fighter. That's, that's who I am at the end of the day. So if you were to wake me up at midnight and say, Misha, you know, someone's stealing your kids, like you got to go, you I, I'm, I'm out, I'm fighting that person. Like, that's it. Like we're fighting, you know, if, if, if it cut, but there was a big, um, Kane Corso, like those big kind of massive yeah, type yeah. dog. I was seven months pregnant, six or seven, six, seven months pregnant. And this dog tried to attack my little pincher. And I ended up in a fight with the dog, like wrestling the dog. And, and luckily the dog wasn't aggressive towards people, but I didn't have a second to even think it's just who I am. Like, I just, I was like, we're in a fight. Like I didn't even have a second. I'm pregnant. I t endangered my baby afterwards, the guilt, you know, cause you're like, Oh my God, like, what if I, but it, it's who it's who I am. I just can't change that about myself. So right. there's one thing I do not doubt is like when push comes to shove, when the case shirt closes, I will fight. I will show up. It doesn't matter if it's four years, 10 years, one day, like it's just in my blood. It's what I was born to do. And um, so I don't I don't question that. Um, but, you know, what I really want to do is show my improved skill set. And I know that 
as much as I, I see it in training. I believe all that. Like, I really want that to come out in this fight and I'm hoping that it does have no question. I'll fight, but I want to show everybody how much better I am, you know? And sometimes I know that takes a little while to come out. So if all goes well, everybody will really see, uh, how much work that I put into this and, uh, you know, how well, I, how much I've improved, right? That's what I want to show. I want to show how much I've improved. And what about the opponent now? Did it matter to you who it was? Did you say, give me anybody? Or was, okay, I like this one. We might up well, Marion. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't really matter to me. I didn't, I didn't pick Marion. Um, Marion was a uh, was, um, uh, mixed suggestion. You know, the matchmaker said, you know, how about Marion? And I said, sounds good to me. Like, I'm not picky. I'm not choosy. You know, beggars can't be choosers. I just want to be back in the UFC. I want to fight. And, um, you know, I've been a fan of hers for quite some time. She's been so close to being a number one contender quite a few times. Um, solid win over Sarah McMahon, finishing, you know, an Olympic medalist um, in a triangle choke. And um, she also finished Jessica Andrade in a triangle choke as well. She's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. She's very scrappy on the ground. She's technically sound on the feet. Um, one of the things I would say that I've noticed probably the, 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 the a flaw, if you will, because I don't think her game actually has a lot of holes. Like she's, she's pretty well-rounded. That's why she stays in fights and she loses split decisions, like very close decisions, but she maybe doesn't quite take that risk when she kind of needs to, you know, when it's that, that last round or there was the opportunity, it's kind of like, it just goes by her. She doesn't always take, take the risk. And, and I, and, and I know I will, like, that's, that's where, like if this is a close fight by any means, like I will take the risk, you know, I will put myself in whatever position I need to, to win this fight. And I think that's where I really stand above her in just kind of like the mental and emotional uh, aspect is that I'll go in places where I think other people may not. And I, I don't know, I haven't seen that from her yet, but I'm preparing for the very best, most unthinkable, greatest black belt in every area, Maureen Renault, because, um, you know, she's solid. She's very underestimated. You know, people look at her and say, oh, you know, she's lost a few fights or whatever. But, man, she's solid. She's got a really good game. And I expect it to be, you know, to be a challenging fight in, at times. But I just know I'm better. And I know that this is like this is the first step in all the goals that I want to achieve. And it's imperative that I win this fight for my trajectory and my goal. And, and I want this more, you know, this is her retirement fight. So she's going to bring everything she has left, right? Yeah. There's no more fights after this. She didn't have to save for anything else there. You know, this is her title fight. She has said she's always wanted to fight me. And this is a dream come true. And she's going to have her son in her corner. I mean, how much more motivating, like for me as a parent and as a mother, if I had my children, either of them in the corner. I just, I can't imagine how much of a charge that would bring to me. Um, I think I will bring my children with me into the octagon mentally and emotionally, but to physically see them between rounds, you know, I'm sure that's going to do amazing things for her. And that may be the change. That, that may be the thing where she's like, you know what, my last fight, I'm going to risk it. And she could turn, you know, get very dangerous, very quick. Right. So I've got to mind my P's and Q's and uh, stay sharp and do everything that I plan to do. And, you know, I have no doubt that I'll win this fight, but, you know, confidence is costly, but I've, I've definitely paid my dues. Hey, Misha, how old, how old is your son that's going to be in the corner? My son is one. Her no, no, son I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Son. Her son. That's he's, he's an adult. I, 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 around maybe 18 to 20, something around that age. Now, are you prepared, Misha? I'm talking... Listen, forget all this nonsense. I'm talking to you just as a fighter, okay? As Sorry. an acquaintance. I know, I know you, okay? I know you over the years. Are you prepared? <laughs> you get mounted. Are you prepared as a mother to beat her down in front of her child? <laughs> Are you prepared? Hey, you have kids too, Misha. No. Are you prepared to do it? I am so... I I am of a savage mindset right now. Good. I am so, I, just, I, I have no fucks to give about that. Excuse my language. Yeah. That's, that's but, what Jimmy. That's what I wanted to hear, Jimmy. But I got babies at home too. You know what I mean? Ooh. And I'm 
home to those babies as safe as I can. So I will get the job done in any way, shape or form. And I'll say, I'm so sorry afterwards that I had to do that to you in front of your son, but this is business. And and I got a job to do and she would do this. I would expect her to do the same if she was in Mount. So you know what? It's kill or be killed. That's it. Nothing personal. Nothing personal. but absolutely. If, and, if, and Misha, you can, you can afterwards, you can have that nice moment. Like uh, Uriah Hall had a really nice moment with Anderson Silva yes. after their fight. You could do that after, you know, after yes. you do what you got to do. Exactly. You know what? It just, I don't know, buy her a care package, whatever. That's it. Uh, you know, chip in for the kids' therapy session. Listen, whatever <laughs> it could be. Precisely. I'm only kidding. Hey, that's her decision. That's you right. brought that kid to this. Hey. That's on her. Yeah. Misha. Hey, I'm so excited that you're yeah. back. I, all that grit and that determination, everything that you described, it reminds me of how you won the title versus Holly Holm. Yeah. She was fighting masterful. You never, you never kept your, got, you never faltered. Your focus was always there. You were going to get that belt. You did it. It was such a great fight. We're so happy you're back. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And that, that mindset you know, that perseverance mindset, I've still got that, but I've let so much of the toxicity go in my life that I feel like I'm in such a better place. So this truly is an upgraded version of myself. I am Tate 2.0. I'm sticking with it. And uh, Saturday is my opportunity to showcase and show the rest of the world. So thank you guys. Co-main event and uh, against Marianne Renault. We'll talk to you again, Misha. Congratulations on being back and being ready. And we'll see you soon. Okay. So cool. Thank you guys. I said bye bye. I, I wanted to say goodbye and bye, and I went bye bye. Sh- should bye-bye. I give her a lemon drop out of my purse? What an old lady I am. Oh, bye bye now. I think if I like was like, like if I ever tried comedy and I was and Misha was in the audience and I was up there, I don't think she'd get any of my. I think she would just look at me and be like, "What, what are you talking about?" I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I flew here from Long Island, Misha." She would just look at me. I don't know if she really, really got me, but listen, I like her a lot. I do too. She's great. And listen. She, the Renault, uh, Marion, Marion, how'd she pronounce her name? Mar- uh, Marion Renault. Marion? Yeah, people said Marion, but yeah, Marion Renault. Misha's not going to be popular in the Renault household. After this. No, it was a funny question, though. I mean, it is. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, are no you mercy, Jimmy. Beat her in front of gotta, kids? She's going to be in the yeah. corner. The kid's going to be crying. His mom's getting beat up. That is, hey, listen, Jimmy, that's when you need that heart of stone. You got to say, ah, cancel Christmas, kid. Ah, I, I was behind. Maybe Antonio can check this. I'm pretty sure. I want to say it was in New Jersey. Well, uh, or maybe it was Vegas. When, when, when Jones beat Shogun. Um, I think it was Shogun he beat for the title. Am I correct? I think I am. I was sitting behind Shogun's family. Yeah while he was losing that fight. And there were people in his family who were crying. Like they were very, very upset uh, that, that he was losing that fight. So yeah, your family does get. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Listen, Jimmy, <laughs> you, know, you know, I got ADD. So I understand what you said. Hold on. He's getting that right. But I was reading something at the same time. So either you want to repeat it. Or you want to just, oh, Shogun. Oh, I got you. You said Shogun's family. Was yeah, I was sitting upset. behind them in that fight. What year was that? Was that, was that 2011 or 12? Did you offer to hug them or anything? No, I don't know them. Uh, 2011. That's 10 years ago, that fight. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I was sitting behind them. And uh, I was also sitting, Chael was fighting once. And his, his wife, who was his girlfriend at the time, was sitting like within a couple of seats of me. And I could see how she was reacting watching so the families are very very affected i mean we all know that but when you see them up close you're like well that's they react the way you th- you never get used to that i'm sure watching somebody you love lose a fight exactly. or, or be hit i mean that's that's not something it's not fun no i'm sure you know but um at the same time you know what is fun what the fight that islam makachov oh yeah fighting um I want to, when you think of uh, Thiago, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Moises. Moises. Yeah. What is his UFC record? I'm looking for it. All right. He's four and two in the UFC. But tell me who Islam lost to in the UFC. I know he's eight and one. 
All right. How is that B? Adriano Martins. Yeah, that was a 192. Oh, that was that was a that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. First round uh, KO. All right. Well, listen. Should have 15. Oh, it's right in front of me. He's, re- he's saying, I'm reading it, but he's right. Uh, Antonio wrote it. Thank you, Antonio. Yeah. So, Jimmy, you excited about the uh, – we can talk, want to talk about the fights or you want to talk about what you're doing this weekend? I'm Honestly, Matt, I'm working and watching the fights. I mean, I'm, I'm on stage again. I'm doing – I'm getting ready. I'm going to be in Madison, Wisconsin in um, August for my first road gig. Oh. So I'm just going through – It's it's really weird. The comedian's rust is much different and less less dangerous than a fighter's rust. But there really are things in life that have become automatic over the years, that you become, become fluid things when you have to start and stop them after a year. There, you, you really do feel every joke or every lie, or you have to think about things that you didn't have to think about a year ago. Where does this go? What does that do? So that's what I've been dealing with is just thinking, trying to get through it without thinking, just doing it, like, and letting it just kind of flow. But that just comes with repetition. Are you trying new stuff or are you just the timing is well, I haven't been on stage in a year. So that's timing. Is that the timing? That the you're- timing, the memorization, me and Colin have been talking about that a lot. The memorization, um, just remembering, Oh yeah, my fuck that went there. That went there. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just all this shit to remember. That's all. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it want more helpful tips like this go to keep for games quizzes and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand do you want a beautiful lawn Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to the show, Islam. How are you? Good, good. How are you guys? Oh, good. Let me just turn you up a little bit. Um, how are you feeling? Feel good. Have to cut 10 more pounds. Oh. Islam, that, I, I feel for you, man. I wouldn't want to talk to us two knuckleheads when you got to get this weight off. That's horrible. I, I feel for you, man. You understand that, I know. We'll, we'll try to make it a little bit a little bit better than the average like lemons, like Ariel Hawani. We'll try to have a little fun. We are your biggest fans, my man. You understand? Thank you. Thank you. I'm your biggest fan. Me. Not Jimmy so much. Me. I like the way you fight. I so love- do I. Jimmy. Yes. I talk about Islam all the time, though. Yes, you do. We and- miss seeing you fight. The le- Drew Dober. Drew Dober is no lemon. He is tough. You know what I mean? He's tough guy. Well-rounded. You look like oh, you are on a different level. Because, brother, we have, you know, Dagestan have different level wrestling skills. That's why. Now, what is that? How, how is it? Is it just the dedication? I seen where you grew up. And I'm like, man, must be rough getting Wi-Fi there. No, well, Jimmy, he lives in the, the, the village, right? The mountains. It was beautiful, though. Beautiful. But it, what is it about, you know, in Dagestan, what is it with the wrestling? How are you guys? Because yeah, us, us Americans, we start young. I'm sure they do that in Russia too. I'm well, not I'm over there. I, you're in Russia, but what is it about specific, specifically Dagestan, that makes you guys so great with the wrestling? But I think like ninety percent, like everybody did wrestling because this is like national sports in Dagestan. That's why people love this sport. We have many, many Olympic champions. And USA have like national sport like football, but Dagestan we have wrestling. When you were a kid, you they uh, I was reading that you would fight kids from the city. Would you fight them in wrestling matches or in, in just in fights in school? 
I did both. Sometimes wrestling, sometimes MMA. When I was young, we I, I'm completely love it. Like amateur wrestling, amateur sambo, amateur like many many sports. And you have ten pounds. You said to cut uh, right. It's Wednesday today. Thursday, Friday, so three days. Is this kind of, is this heavy for you or is this the schedule you normally keep? Uh, this is normal. I have same, almost same schedule as, uh, all the time because I follow, I have schedule and I follow all the time. I wake up today, did like a couple, like 20 minutes running, a little bit bikes, a little bit sweats and come to make media day. And well, it, I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, no, it's not going to be as an important question. Because I seen where he grew up, and I'm like, wow, man, it's hardcore. It's beautiful, the mountains. And then when he goes to train with uh, – Yeah, man, you have to come to Dagestan one day. Me? Oh, I go there in a heartbeat, man. And uh, you're going to understand because you're going to open, like, all gyms. Like, all gym is full. A lot of kids training there. Yeah? All people love sports. When you're at AKA in um, – in, a, in, in, a, in on the West Coast. Where is it? San, where is it? San Jose, right? Yeah. Are you at the beach and stuff? Do you, like, take advantage of all... Because you're such... You're used to the polar opposite. You're used to the cold, the mountains. When you're in Cali, are you just, like, hanging at the beach and being like, look at this. This is nice. California, like, San Jose, almost same because, like, a lot of mountains and... And, uh, we have in Dagestan, Caspian Sea, uh, in California, have a lot of San Jose, beach. is it Northern California? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, I've, I've never been there. Uh, this is your first main event, right? Yeah. So that means more press, more promotion. In, in addition to the fight, how, how are you feeling about it going in and what's different about it than your other fights? Uh, I'm very excited because this is uh my first main event a lot of media now follow me and but about main event like five round i'm always training hard that's why i'm ready for five round three round doesn't matter how many rounds. and is the extra media um a strain at all or does it take getting used to doing the extra media uh, when you cut weight like extra media just take your little bit power you know yeah a little bit hard but this is part of the game. Yep. Now, your opponent, Thiago uh, Moises, I, do you study a lot of the his fights or do you let your camp study it and they tell you, hey, watch out for this, watch out for that? I watched his couple fights, like last three fights in UFC. He beat Michael Johnson, Alexander Hernandez. He beat like tough guys. I know he's, he has good striking, good jujitsu. I cannot like underestimate him. I have to be ready, you know, focus, ready. Was Drew Dober, because Drew Dober's a strong guy, but you didn't seem to have any trouble controlling him. Uh, was he as strong as you expected him to be, or did he bring anything different than you were expecting from him? If I stay in with him in stand-up, like if I try to strike him with him, I, like it's going to be like, you know, not close fight, it's going to be 50-50, but I know I have... I have more than him in wrestling game. Why I have to strike it? You know, I can take him down, make him tired, and I can strike him. With him. And you said you fight, or I've read that you fight more for, more than a title. You're fighting for Dagestan, for for the country of Dagestan. What what does that mean uh, for pride in your in your country, or to bring for people to be aware of Dagestan and? Not because now, like everybody knows Habib, like, a lot of people love MMA. They, they need new champion, you know. That's why I'm always training hard. And one day, I'm gonna come to Dagestan with both. Guys like you and and uh, definitely Habib don't seem to be driven by money. Like I'm amazed that that Habib was able to say no. To, to certain fights because and he didn't just take the money. He could have, but he said, no, I don't want to do that. And he didn't do it. So what is it that motivates you guys? I really, I, it's, it, you're, it's very interesting to me that you're not, you guys don't seem greedy at all. You seem like you're motivated by something other than money. Uh, I'm motivated because you know a lot of people in Dagestan, like all Dagestan following me, waiting for my fight. Uh, that's why I just, I just want to show People around the world, 
my skills, my game, and just uh, have to training hard. You know. How old were you when you started uh, when you started training? When I go uh, school, seven, eight. Oh, okay. Did you have another job growing up? Like, did you do other jobs, or has this always been your job? I have a lot of hobbies. You know, I I like fishing. I like motorbike. I have moto motocross. I did sometimes, and I have a lot of horses. You know, I have farm. Outdoors, you like outdoor stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a terrible fisherman. I'm, I'm a bad fish. I, I don't think it's relaxing. I never catch anything. I just sit there with my pole in the water. I don't know how you catch fish. I'm horrible. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I catch very big shark in San Francisco. You caught a shark? Yeah. How, how big? The size of Jimmy? Jimmy's not too big. <laughs> no, I'm small. Big, like maybe, like <laughs> maybe. 50, 50 something pounds. So now what do you do when you catch it? Do you bring it into the boat? Do you put, throw it back? Do you pull the hook out of its we, mouth? We bring it to the boat and this captain say shark not so tasty. That's why we put back. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'd want to eat a shark. No. And we catch a halibut. Halibut, halibut tastes good though. Yeah, real taste. So did you eat that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, good, good for my diet, you know. It's good for your diet, right? Yeah. What is the main thing you eat? Uh, do you eat mostly fish? Do you eat red meat uh, when you're training? Now I have like five big. I eat um, in the morning. I eat two eggs. Uh, lunch, I eat a little bit chicken and vegetables, sometimes a little bit rice. And dinner, I have just fish and vegetables. Well, you're, I'm happy for you that you got a main event. I mean, we really do love watching you fight. You're, you're just, you're, you're a very scary guy. Um, for anyone who's got to deal with you and with Habib, uh, you know, as, as close to you as he is, you know, I think you have obviously, obviously a very long and bright future in the, in the UFC. Um, so good luck on, on Saturday, Islam. I, I hope you have a great fight and, uh, we look forward to watching you for many years to come. Thank you. Mate, we're going to waiting for you in Dagestan. Oh, dude, I, I'll take that invitation. Next time Javi's going, I'll jump with him, with Coach Javi. <laughs> thank you so much, Islam. We'll be watching, brother. All right, good luck on Saturday night. Thank you, thank you, guys. I'm going to Dagestan. Let's film that. Let's film that. Let me wrestle a bear. No, I'm not wrestling a bear. But they are. Aren't they interesting, Matt? Like, when you think of the fact that Habib, and I just don't get it. My mind doesn't work that way. But the amount of money he could make, and he's just like, no, I'm done, and that's it. He's a, this is a different breed of person. Now, I've been telling you, listen, some people don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you now, quality of life, that's what it's about. You know, giving back. You're giving back to the community with your comedy. You're, being, you're helping people's lives. You understand? No, All right, let's, let, let's, let's get to me. I'm empowering people with you. No, you are. You are, Jimmy. You are. You bright. I know one guy who's day you brighten. Jimmy, I watched that. <laughs> you're me. You're me. You're me. You're a me little bird. I fucking hate you. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I watched that clip of me greeting you at the door. Honey. That was funny. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I haven't seen any more. I, I actually know we saw one more. I saw two more uh, water bugs and then I, I bought spray and put glue down, glue traps. I have not seen anything else the last couple of days. You, got, you think a water bug is going to keep me from coming back the next time you invite me Dude, over? that fucking thing. It, you, you ride at home. That thing I was giant. That, that, one, that one, I thought it was... Uh, that thing in Beetlejuice when the thing was in there, like, hey, how's it going? Like, no, yeah, like, it was oh, massive. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't that big. Jimmy, really quick. Let's yeah. just do a little quick, a little quick preview. Oh, Money List, episode of Black Summer, the second season. It flew by. You got, no, hey, you got nothing better to do. You want to watch some zombies? Give that a, give that a shot. Yep. You know, my head look weird. No. Okay. Um, Where was I? All right, well, listen, I'm looking forward to this, the return, the return of Misha Tate. Yeah. You know, and Marion Renault's last fight. 
And she's a great fighter. Oh, hey, Jimmy. Yeah. Also, we have Jeremy Stevens fighting. Um, who's he fighting? He's fighting. <laughs> you are you're the worst friend. Now. You're, not even a friend. You're, you're mean. No. You're a mean man. He's fighting Gamrot. Uh, but yes. you're right. He, he was. Uh, who was he supposed to fight? Jack Hart Close. And yeah, after that shoving incident, uh, maybe maybe uh, Close is still uh, hurt. I don't know. But that's a goddamn shame that that happened. Steer the thing. I didn't steer the ship once. I don't want to steer the ship. You did steer. You did I'm a good the first job. Mate. Could you just steer the steer us out of here, please? All right, listen. Uh, don't <laughs> forget an iceberg or something. Let's go. This uh, this Saturday night, it's UFC Fight Night. Makachev versus Moises. It's at the Apex in Vegas, um, and it's uh, it's a great fight. Obviously, uh, Makachev Moises is the main event. Marion Renault and uh, Misha Tate is the co-main prelims are on ESPN ESPN plus uh, seven o'clock and uh, 10 PM is the main card this Saturday night. Um, I, I do think this Makachev absolutely has the potential to be the lightweight champion. Um, so you know, anytime he fights, I'm going to watch him. Hey, and I was giving my review of the tomorrow war, but I didn't get finished yet. I'm almost done. I don't think it's bad. Some people will message me. Ah, what do you have? That was shit. What do you have? Hey, dude, listen. What am I, fucking Roger Ebert? What am I, Gene Siskel? Hey, I give you. I tell you what I like. If you don't like it, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> okay. If you do like it, say, oh, great. All right, anyway, listen. But I'm telling you, the aliens are cool. They got some father-daughter stuff going on where it's like there's some emotional stuff there. So I can relate okay. to that. So, yeah, now you can do worse than that with that Chris Pratt show, that movie, uh, Tomorrow War. That's yeah. one of the fans, though. They like to know these little nuggets. Sure. Um, other than that, everybody, you can catch me at Sarah BJJ in Huntington, Long Island, giving out on locks. Jimmy, I'll talk, I'm on Cameo, just like you and Chip Chippison and Doug Bell. Yep. Yep. Cameo.com slash Jim Norton or Matt Sarah. I'm not on the app. Matt might be on the app. I'm not on the app. I'm only on the site. And uh, watch the fights this Saturday, and we will see you on Monday. Goodbye, Jimmy. Bye, buddy. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.